Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another episode of the Fan Zone podcast. We are, of course, joined as always by the regulars in Colin and Ange after a uh, eventful Easter weekend. Obviously, two games to uh, to run through with you this evening. Or if you're watching back on Spotify, two games we've got for you in store today. Obviously, we had uh, an away performance, away victory actually against Exeter. And a, a draw on home soil against Cambridge. Uh, games that have uh, divided opinion, I think, over the Bolton fan base. Uh, people have got some very mixed opinions on, on, on the outcomes of those games. But we will uh, crack on. And I feel, I suppose it's only right we start with uh, your post-match reactions. Um, so we're, we're, we'll go with the Easter weekend as a whole and then divulge into, uh, into some of the games you know, individually a little bit more. But what did you make of a of an eventful Easter weekend, Ange? Can we just start with Chris's comment and agree with the nice trim, Ben? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. We were just commenting on his new haircut before we came on air. Well, let's um, stay away from Danny's comment, Noah. He, he, he took us... Um, <laughs> he took his inspiration from Aaron Morley earlier on today, apparently. So it was, uh, I was jealous. Oh, I am, yeah, I am actually. Um, Danny, sorry, I digress often. as per usual. Um, so yeah, to be honest, I think Colin said it on the last pod that he just took four points. I think I assumed we'd get him the other way around. I thought we'd go to Exeter and pull a draw and then we'd win at home. Um, that Friday match was hard and really hard to watch. Um, I was on edge, proper on edge for most of it. <clears throat> um, but then I've slept and watched another game of football since then, so I can't really remember. <laughs> I can't really remember it that well. So I'll let other people maybe comment on that. And then Colin, he's probably got notes. Have you got notes, Carl? Yeah, I've got a few notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll not you, we'll you not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. I'm a little bit more pre- better, better prepared. And really <laughs> stuff, yeah. I've um, tweeted it. Yeah, I've not got notes in regards to the matches. I think I think we want to try and look at the the matches if we can over like uh, over combined like a combined thing, if you will. Because I think I think we certainly would have took four points before the start of the two fixtures, um, and uh, I think I got quoted on um, the Wonder podcast with Daryl earlier on today uh, by saying when I said on a tweet that I was expecting four points, but just not that way around um i'm still pretty happy personally with with four points the performances are irrelevant i think i know it was hard to watch on friday afternoon um because obviously the second half was a bit a bit poor uh, but at the end of the day we won so that doesn't really matter um yesterday same same again really you know we were minutes away from getting the win again and it would have been another one nil which is always nice clean sheet yada 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 um yeah, but again, disappointing performances. But I really don't think that really matters, to be honest with you. It's all about getting points on, on the board. And I think providing that you're not losing, um, we'll, we'll end up being there and thereabouts, I think. Because I think other teams are still, you know, um, going through a bit of a tough spell themselves, aren't they, really? So I think that's kind of helping. Um, and yeah, we've yeah. got games as well. But We looked we looked a different side. Um, actually... Just had a comment in. We did look when we when he shared those initial changes, the first three subs he brought on it, it did it did completely change how we looked. And Stan looked good 
I was I was impressed with what I saw with Dan on. But I don't know what day it is. Monday. Um, he looked fast. He held the ball up well. He looked hungry. He was getting good positions. Um, I think he's I had a bit of criticism. Well, on everyone on Twitter, but I don't think I think that's the best we've seen of him. We've not seen much of him, which is why I struggle with people start criticising players we've seen <laughs> little bits of here and there. Um, but yeah, no, I thought he was a, a breath breath of fresh air when he came on. I um, think squad, I think squad rotations are very very, very necessary in it. I mean. There's still a lot of football, you know, to be played, and we will need kind of everybody in the squad, including Mbete, uh, despite people's um, people kind of replacing him as as Wanderers' new scapegoat for some reason. Oh, his performance hasn't been the best, but it's unnecessary. Um, I mean, we haven't got much choice, have we? Really, so we need to get behind the lad. We've got no other options in that back line, and he's a kid, and he's learning. He's He's learning his business. And, yeah, he made a mistake when he was tired. Everybody has. But I wasn't blown away by what I saw, but I'm not I'm not into this scapegoat business and this making him going out for him on social media. And, like, why? Why are you doing that to your own players? Have a, have a chat in your group chats about it. Do you know what I mean? Do it. Slag them off all you want to your mates. But I, I just don't. I don't like it. It doesn't. Don't sit well with, with I think what's important players. with that with social media stuff, and I think if I were the manager, I wouldn't have any of my players on, on Twitter or Instagram no. in all fairness. But what you've got to remember is that, that them type of messages and that type of stick, be it you're entitled to it because you you know you pay your money and whatnot, it, it does find its way back to the players in some way, shape, or form, especially if it's constant as well. You know, but they've got family, they've got mates on there, they've got yeah, family exactly, on there, yeah. even if they're not on it. Like, if that was my son, I'd be, you're damn right, I'd be having, like... You'd be, you'd be, you'd be upset. I'd be, I mean, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be so upset. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, We've gone on a bit um, of tangent now, haven't we? We're supposed to talk about I know what we're talking about. It, well, you know, it, 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 it had to come in at some point. I think, <laughs> I think the override is feeling on Twitter and the majority of people are, are suggesting that perhaps the team selection was wrong and there were too many rotations... Um, Liam uh, BWFC has actually put a few comments on that I'm going to run through uh, and has put a, put across quite a good narrative actually about, about why that was the case Ben can we, can uh, we encourage people as well again sorry and obviously um, you know Liam shared a few comments can we encourage more of that I think we want as much, like quite an interactive podcast uh, tonight if possible um, so yeah don't discourage that more, more messages the better Absolutely. Yep. You've been all been on the ball uh, in recent weeks um, with, with the comments that have been coming in. We've been really blown away, really, by the amount of, uh, amount of you tuning in uh, every week to, to come and have a natter with us. But yeah, uh, Liam uh, said, uh, he put a tweet out earlier today, actually, and he said that Ever is, is currently the 12th longest serving manager in the whole of English football. And he's only <laughs> been here two years yeah, yeah. and 284 days. Uh, and he said he's still very much learning the trade. Uh, he also followed that up and he said that he got it wrong with too many changes. Ultimately, he'll learn to do it the other way around, to start off strong and sub off rather than sub in when we're perhaps in, in desperate need of a goal or, or, or plays to, to make a make a difference. Um, he also followed that up again and he said he liked on Mundaloo and defending him on Friday to Bolton FM and he proved him right when he came on Monday. He said he's powerful. Um, and, yeah. and that's absolutely. I think with really, regards to these, 
Uh, sorry, Ben, regarding his comment about the squad and, and starting strong and subbing off, I, I get that, but whatever he's doing, he, he, he obviously believes in his squad as a whole. So obviously he believes, and, and, and obviously rightly so, because he sees them, every, sees them all every day, that regardless of who they can bring in, they should be able to do the job. Um, that's, that's probably his thought process. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a, a mistake from a tactical standpoint. I think it's just his belief in the signings that he's made and, and the ability that, that, that a lot of the lads have. Um, and he admitted that some of them did not rise to that challenge. That's why I'm... That yeah, that's exactly why I'm saying it, yeah. Exactly that. So, of course, I just want to... I can say, keep saying that. If it says that, don't I? I've picked it up off him. Exactly that. I'm sick of saying it. I say it all the time now. I don't know why. Um, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. That's it, isn't it? He said exactly, exactly the same thing as... You know, exactly that. That. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, and there are a few comments that say, you know, and Bete, uh, and I think Shortire has been pulled into this conversation, that they aren't ready for this level. And, you know, that might be a case. I think Ever, you know, admitted that it was a risk bringing in the likes of Shortire, um, who aren't proven at this level, but you can see glimpses of their talent. And ultimately, in in the January transfer window especially, you won't spoil up for options on who you can bring in. You know, there isn't money that can be thrown around on, on players. Players aren't often out of contract in January. And so you aren't spoiled for choices. It's a real you're case fishing. of strengthening in areas that are you're absolutely fishing. essential. You're fishing from a certain pool, aren't you? I mean, we're lucky to be able to draw in talents from, and they are talents despite what people, you know, say in their opinions from the likes of City and, and United and stuff because of who we are and, you know, what we are as a football club. You know, we are fishing from a, a, a specific pool. Absolutely. Uh, and that's something, you know, important to remember when, when judging these players that not only have they not really had much time to bed in and settle in, um, you know, to ask that of a 19-year-old to be firing on all cylinders three months after they've signed in a team that probably play really quite progressive and, you know, nice football for a League One side. That's a lot to ask of any player, never mind a 19-year-old. So, just, you know, on that note, just, just give them, you know, some slack. And I know League One is, well, the Football League in general is unforgiving and, and you can't really afford to give slack out left, right and centre. But just remember that they're 19-year-old lads and when you're taking onto Twitter and bringing out personal insults and, and criticising them so openly and so publicly that, that perhaps you just need to have a, a, a little bit of a word with yourself. Um, it's horses for courses as well, isn't it? So, like, playing against a bottom of the team, relegation, scrapping, big team, Shola's always going to get muscled out in that midfield. He's just, is it, it's, it's a, it's accepting that the not every game is going to suit those sorts of academy players that have not grafted the way up from non-league or whatever. They've, they've come through an academy side and, it's a different route of football, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I think Chris mentioned it. He's had a couple of, of exceptional games and there are games where he gets found out and that's why he's mm. with us to try and improve, improve that side yeah, of his yeah. game. That's that's yeah. why we take these players on loan, to give them some men's football yeah, and so they can get stronger. <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, Chris, has also, Chris has also made a good point as well. It's short-term memories with regards to Shola and, and even you might say and better as well because I know he's had a couple of good games he had a good game at Peterborough from memory 
And I think he were pretty, played pretty well against Ex- Exeter as well in, in all fairness. Goal against Demkir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, um, what's the word? It's uh, recency bias, isn't it, when it comes to players and, you know, their performances and stuff. Um, people just remember the last game, don't they, or the most recent few games. Absolutely. Um, so, so just something to bear in mind when, when, when bringing those players up in conversation. Um, but one young lad that did impress, I thought, as, as you know, you mentioned before, was Dan and Lundaloo. Uh Obviously, I think 23 years of age uh, on loan from Southampton. Uh, and I think I was made aware, actually, that there is uh, an option to buy or, or that is the incentive uh, from the club come the end of his loan deal and that's something I just wanted to touch on uh, obviously we've not probably really not seen him at his, at his absolute best uh, Everett said that uh, Lundaloo was in, you know not at it not at the races when he came to us he was slightly unfit um, I think yeah I won't yeah. say we're unfit though Larry. I think you just the way we play the, the what we expect from our centre forwards and the, the, the pressing nature of our game it's a completely different you know, kettle of fish and what he was used to at, at his previous club, weren't I think that was the main concern with him. I think that's why Absolutely. he might have tweaked his hamstring because of that, because I think he was trying to work a little bit too hard and body weren't used yeah. to it. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Absolutely. Wasn't quite up to speed. Um, and we've probably still not seen him at his best. Obviously, he's, he's suffered a bit with injuries. Um, but I thought at, at Cambridge, he looked impressive. Uh, his physicality stood out. Uh, is something that we've missed quite a bit. Um, and, you know, th- there's plenty more to come from him, I think. Uh, so my question really is, are you looking at that option to buy and, and considering that as an option, uh, bringing him in next season? But also, where does that leave the likes of, of John Daddy Bodvarsson, who, in all fairness, are knocking on that little bit and are out of contract in summer? What are your thoughts on that? Are you uh, Are you looking at that? loan to buy option and, and thinking it's worth exploring Colin um, I mean if you're going off his goal scoring record since he's been with us probably not and probably his goal scoring record you know when he his previous club probably not as well um, but I think if it was up to me I'd be looking at it yeah and exploring it as a possibility because I think there's certainly a player in there um, you can tell he's a bit raw and a little bit erratic in, in front of goal and in the final third um, but like his movement you can see his work rate, he's got that in abundance. And obviously his usage of the ball as well is very promising. Uh, his ability to be able to, well, it sounds like basic things, but shield the ball, hold it up, you know, draw people into play, you know, um, get involved a little bit deeper, all that type of stuff that you need from your centre forwards in certain games. I think it's definitely worth considering. Uh, in terms of how it leaves the rest of the players that we've got, Bob Varson, um, Obviously, Dion Charles is here anyway, um, and we've signed Victor. I think that will be our four in, in furnace. But again, it all depends on what what division we're in, doesn't it, really? You know, could, you know, Bob Varsin can play at the level. He's played at the level before. Dion Charles could probably make that jump. Obviously, won't score as many. I'd be confident with him. Victor, he played, he's been playing in the Championship early on in the season. He's played there before. So the question marks really are, are around Dan or anybody else that we bring in depending on what division we're in. So it's a difficult, difficult question to answer, but I think especially at EFL level, he's got a lot a lot to his game that, that can be a benefit to us, yeah. And do you agree question. with that? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of echo a bit what Colin said there, that for me, that's a decision that it's going to have to wait till we know where we're playing. Um, I just think he's a young, because he's 23, there's the potential in there for, for us to get something back for him <clears throat> in a few years. Um, mm. And it's whether you go with that in mind, because that seems to be the model we're trying to now work to where we actually make some money from players um i hope so yeah fingers crossed fingers um, somebody comes in for Dion charles and offers us like five or six million let him go i mean i i after after he's in saturday after monday i would love to see Dion and and dan start <clears throat> see how they get on because i i just don't think there was enough the big men that started on saturday they they would it just didn't work for me. They're too similar. They play too similar. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm excited to see him if he's if he's hitting a bit of form now. Then he just needs a goal, doesn't he? He needs a goal. You know that one when he just thrashed it and it probably were in the top corner to be fair to him. But you know that that had gone in. You know it was just completely. Was that the handball? Yeah, I'm clutching at straws with that. I get, I get the analysis on that, but I think we're, yeah, we're clutching a little bit with that because I think he, he kind of like put his arms together, didn't he? As well, he weren't like unnatural position. I don't know, whatever. It don't matter, does it? But yeah, but yeah, it it, 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 it definitely settles him, doesn't it? Getting that first goal settles him. And to be fair, when he's only played, I don't even know how many minutes he's played. Not a lot for us. Um, it would be, it'd be good to get him in the, on the score sheet. It would indeed, uh, you know, goals breed confidence. We've seen that with Charles, where when players drop off, it doesn't take them too long to, to find that form against once they've found the back of the net. Uh, and players, you know, they don't lose that ability. Um, and I think I'd mirror exactly what, what you've both said. I think, you know, depending on where we are at the end of the season, depends on, on, on whether we explore that loan to buy option for, for Dan and Lindley a little bit further. Yeah, um, that. that that situation that we're talking about now, you can say the same for a lot of the players that we've got within our squad. You know, we're at a bit of a crossroads, aren't we? And I think it's probably because of the type of contracts that we sign them on and whatnot. But there's a lot of them that I question whether that they'd be able to make that step up. And the majority of them probably probably won't be able to, to be honest with you. So I think there'd be a big overall of players in the summer if we were lucky enough to get promoted. Um, do you think the club's planning for getting promoted this season? I, I think they'll have, a, they'll have a plan A and a plan B. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we'll then we'll see where we're at in there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it will be an interesting one to say the least. But I do think exactly what you said. Aaron, there'll be a plan A and a plan B. There'll um, definitely be a keeper in both plans. <laughs> yeah, no, we need, we need, to, we need one. to be two keepers, don't there? Really, we yeah. need to be signing two. That's why I remember we had one of the podcasts that. In the January transfer window, I was saying I was, I was hoping that we'd sign a, a keeper in January, but it didn't materialise, did it? But yeah, like that's that's going to be a massive position to fill in it. It is indeed. If anybody yeah. thinks Trafford's coming back, you're dreaming, regardless of what division we're in. Nah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's, I think it's probably wishful thinking uh, that that Trafford will come back and join us for another season. I, uh, I think we've been very fortunate to have him for two. Um, and you know, we wish him well in his career because he's got um, a big, big future ahead of him. Um, 
looking at the league table, uh, we, we have a game in hand in, in some of the teams around us that are fighting for those playoff spots. Uh, obviously, we're, we're still in a good position for the playoffs. Um, and looking at some of the fixtures uh, for other teams, it would possibly, could possibly be said that we have the better run or the more favourable running towards this business end of the season. If I don't, is... I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't understand that mindset. Like we, and I see it all the time, like people analysing fixture lists and and who other teams are playing and possibilities and whether it's a good running or bad running. It's bullshit. Like two things really. This league is unforgiving, and we should really be aware of that already, given the fact that we're in it and we're, you know, trying to get out of it and it's difficult and we're not always winning games, i.e. like yesterday. But it's like, it's it's just it's just not as easy as that, is it? Like, we're coming up against teams who are scrapping for their lives and other teams are as well. And you can't look at fiction and go, oh, that's an easier run than the others. It's, it's a lot of... I mean, I don't buy into it. I, I know other people in the chat would be able to tell, tell me whether or not they do and you two and what, but I don't, I don't buy into that fiction, you know, easiness at all, whatever you want to call it. No, I don't either, Colin. It's every game. I take it every game as it comes, and you you never go into. I never go into a game thinking this is. A, I'd ever think we're going to win. No. I, I just don't. I just. You I think just... often people forget who they support. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're both the lunches. We can't. We were Arsenal or City. I get it, but Christ Almighty. But no, certainly, especially playing like you say, those ones that are that are kind of down the bottom, fighting for their lives. We know what we've been that club. We do you know what I mean. We've we've thrown that spanner and we've stayed up on the last game of the season. It's like, don't write anyone off. Not this is such a tough league to get out of. So hard. Mm. It is indeed. Um, on the flip side of that, really, I suppose. It is now all in our hands, though. Uh, yeah. You know, our, our path to the playoffs solely relies on us. We are now in a position that as long as we play our cards right, then the playoff spots will, well, one of the playoff spots will be ours. Um, all we have to do, as simple as it might sound on paper, is win games. Um, well, but- I, I made my, on my notes before. Sorry, Ben. I made on my notes. I put that, you know, still a game in our hand, you know, get our heads down. Keep picking up points, and I I do genuinely think that as long as we aren't losing, then you'll be in the mix come the end of the season. Although you know there's a ch- good strong chance that because other teams are you know going through a bit of a funny spell as well like us, then it probably will probably go towards it last game of the season or certainly last couple of games of the season. So be prepared for that. Okay. I think that what Dan's just said there mm-hmm. is I think I I don't think I think Ian's learned a lot in his short time with us and where he would have previously not admitted that maybe he didn't make the right selection to start yesterday i think he probably i think he i think he'll i think he knows and it's like when he there was an interview was it today or yeah i don't know what day it is um where he said he might have to think about bringing rico and owen back earlier than wanted because depending on how results go um i don't know i just think he's not that stubborn hot-headed manager we had well Rico, you get that i mean rico's a huge miss in it let's be honest massive it's, yeah it's clear as day you know and i, I think I, I stated on twitter i do think that the four weeks initial diagnosis was kind of worst case scenario i think from the club's perspective and they always intend on getting him back you know within a within a, a couple of game weeks i think from what i can tell you can kind of tell with the inevitable tone as well on that one 
I don't really, I, I'm not saying it's the same at all. I think that might, that that obviously looked like a pretty bad one. It looked, yeah, it was it was so swollen after that. When he sat in the changing rooms behind Marcus, it it looked nasty. I don't. I can't see Hull coming back, but maybe they're just being over-cautious with recall. Fingers crossed, they're just being yeah, over I do hope that people can now see how much of a miss he is, though. Absolutely. I think um, more so because Georgie, because Georgie J is playing out of position. He's not, he can't help Luke the same. Um, and I just don't think, I just, it just worries me. There's no, there's no, like, there's no presence in the box either. Is that when there's a corner or a free kick or whatever, we've got no height. We're like a midget team. Yeah, don't be surprised if MJ gets back into the side, certainly like away, away at Burton and stuff of like that nature, because he, he'll offer a little bit more physicality, won't he, at the set pieces. Probably against Oxford as well, because I think they they pry on the set pieces as well, from what I understand. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll get on to Oxford in a bit, won't we, Ben? It is our next point indeed, uh, obviously. Oxford is the imposing fixture. Uh, it's it's well on its way. It's it's right around the corner. Uh, a team fighting for safety, uh, as we've said before, uh, along with many others that we are yet to play. Um, currently sitting two points above the drop zone. Uh, I think they have a game in hand on MK as well, who are two points above them. So they'll be looking to to sort of leapfrog them and put them in a in the position that they're in currently uh not mm. far from the drop uh i think their new manager has uh drawn every game he's managed for them so far um is that so, the last four, that, then? say again is that the last four fixtures is it i believe so yes um, yeah i did a little bit of research and beforehand well, that one was actually from Thank Danny. God. Written in the comments. I did. <laughs> yeah, that one was actually from Danny. He put it in the comments, so I stole that one from him. Um, so this is why we're interactive. That's it. Indeed, it is. It, indeed, indeed, <laughs> it is. Uh, so it, you know, uh, there are no easy games on on paper in this league, as we've said. But this one certainly doesn't look like it's going to be a, a, an easy game. What are you thinking and feeling heading into a away trip to Oxford, Ange? Already nervous. Um, On Tuesday. I'm always nervous. It's because we're doing the pod. I'll forget about it come till Saturday morning. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, every single game is like a cup final. I said this last pod. We have to take each, play each game like a cup final. We just we just battered Plymouth for nil and didn't know what we're doing. Get heads back in the game. Forget who's not there. Concentrate on who is there. Mm. Get behind the boys. If you're going to Oxford, part-time fan of you is not going. If you are, get behind the boys. Um, we know that away following is always good and you're always nice and loud. Um, but yeah, I'm not expecting... I'm expecting a tough a tough match and I think we're as was it Chris Dawson who put charity wonders might make an appearance with that whole draw on the last four I think. Mm. <laughs> It'd be uh, nice to stay away from that. But Colin, what are you feeling heading into Oxford? Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a tricky fixture in it. But as we've said, they all are, you know, uh, you know, it's especially when you're playing teams close to the bottom, as obviously we found out yesterday. Um and I do think they turned a bit of a corner as well on the Liam Manning. He was a manager at MK Dons last season. I think he's a good young manager, isn't he? Um, so they'll have them well prepared and kind of know what to expect. They, obviously, they'll 
probably do, despite the fact they're at home, probably do what Cambridge did and sit in and make it difficult for us. And I think when teams do that, are we better away from home? Probably. Are we better not when 25,000 people are saying, kick it long, what are you doing messing about with the back? And all that bollocks, probably, yeah. Uh, because obviously they can sit in and then we can start pulling them to pieces and we've not got the pressure of the home crowd, yada, yada, yada. They have drawn the last four, I, I checked that. And they're, they're quite low scorers as well. I think they've only scored two goals. Um, so I think that's Liam Manning, obviously, is focused on keeping the ball out of the net as a priority for them to try and keep them in the league. And I think so far it's working for him. Uh, it's just the same old stuff, isn't it, really? Just when you get a chance, you've got to put it in. And once you get that one, especially if we score early, then it's probably going to be game over and we'll probably bring up the three points. But, um, yeah, Dion Charles will start on, on Saturday, I would imagine. <laughs> but I, think he'll be I literally said what somebody yeah. tweeted and I was like, if Dion is fit, he starts with me. I just, I, he has to yeah. start. Yeah, the other one's a tricky one, isn't it? With players on side, because we've touched upon Dan, haven't we? And he's, he played pretty well, didn't he, when he came on? Does he does he go with him? Does he piss about too much with his forward line? Do you stick with Victor and Dion? It's a tricky one, but yeah, I think Dion will definitely start. Absolutely. Um, it'll be an interesting partnership, uh, whoever it is up front. Um, but I think one, you know, statement piece up there will be Dion. Um I but mean, massive fingers, fingers crossed. Massive fingers crossed. We've got Kyle Dempsey in the squad. <laughs> yes, that would be uh, a very important player, and we'll uh, wait to see what the outcome of that situation is. Yeah, we won't be discussing um, that the legal. No, one of us will stay well clear of. We'll just uh, say that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Oxford, though, uh, a team, as Colin said, that don't concede much um, and don't score much. Uh, a pretty neutral team, but one that have held teams like Peterborough and Sheffield Wednesday to draws uh, not too long ago. Uh, so it looks like what will be a difficult fixture, um, one that perhaps will, will be frustrating. And and how do you think we deal with that? What what's how do we what what do we need to do in order to overcome the challenges that Oxford are going to put in front of us? You know, you know I think perhaps a low block is inevitable, uh, and the frustration of not anti football as such, but but running down. No such the thing as that. It's no, fighting um, for your life, football, isn't it? Yeah, it's no not letting the ball in the net, football. Yeah, yeah, football. yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you play. If you're picking up results, it's irrelevant. I don't buy all that anti-football bullshit. And the scrap. We just we just struggle. Like it don't matter what we put on that pitch, we struggle with a low block. End of. And we've just got to find a way. That's that's all we can do. <laughs> just for, don't it, you just, like, I said, like I said in my last my last bit of a comment earlier, you just got to finish your chances, haven't you? You know, when you get that first chance, it's just got to go in. And once that happens, and I, as I said, I do think. You know, we'll we'll probably play MJ. I think he'll probably come into the into the team, I would imagine, for that bit of physicality and that height, because I think they do focus heavily on rely on as well the set pieces. Um which we should be doing now. We scored from two corners in the Papa John's. Like, let's get mm. some set piece conversions going in. If we struggle with low blocks, let's just get a few corners going or whatever. Mix it up. And do you, do you think mm. there is a, a specific player that is the key to unlocking this Oxford side? Do you think there are specific players that are going to be critical to, to opening an open Oxford side and playing the way we want to play? I've literally, I think, just said, I don't, 
we, we just struggle. Maybe Dan. Maybe Dan's the key. Connor Bradley and Declan John again. <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed watching Deck on, on Monday, actually, to be fair. I, I thought he had a cracking game. Um, yeah. And he was obviously he wasn't well on well, Good Friday, which when he got subbed, I think I was a bit, oh no. But yeah, no, I agree, Colin. Connor. Connor's, use Connor's, yeah. Use the wings, get chalk on your boots, stretch them. Pull them, pull them about. Use but Connor looked absolutely done in after Monday. He was literally on his knees at the end of the match. Yeah, he'll be fine for Saturday, though. He'll have a, he'll have a rest. He'll be fine. Um, yeah, play Kieran Lee, get him in, be in behind, play, play, you know, playing just off the defenders and, yeah, fill, you know, find the gaps in behind, stretch them, use the pitch. Liam's yeah. got a good point. Catcher. For getting us a free kick on the edge of the marks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, catchers are fantastic at that, and he's been doing it all season, not all the last couple of games. It's been... His specialist area. He <laughs> just uses his brain, doesn't he? He's just he's yeah. played at a high level, hasn't he? And he, yeah. he gets it, doesn't he? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so obviously the business end of the season is upon us. It felt like you know, a few episodes ago, we were saying we were heading into it, but it feels like now we are very much there. Um, so, so what are your feelings as we're in this business end of the season? What are you, what are your, I mean, I suppose everyone's ambitions really is the playoffs, but what are you looking to see heading into this end of the season? I think for me, it's, it's a case of resolve and, and, and overcoming the challenges that are going to be put in front of us. Uh, and not resorting, I think, as we have in some instances, instances to playing into the hands of the opposition. Uh, I think games like Sheffield Wednesday away, where we've gone and played our game and actually gone to places with the intention of dictating the game and how it's going to be played, has has, has gone in our favour, you know, extensively. So, Colin, what are you, what are you wanting to see from the lads and the group as a whole uh, in, in these final few weeks? I want to see them believe in themselves. I want to see them, the repetition. I want to see them stick at what they're good at, stick to what they know. Don't just shoot. I know people say shoot. Like, create spaces, wear your team down, create opportunities, create space to, to score goals. Don't just shoot, you know, necessarily. I just want to see them just do what they're good at, you know. Um, don't, like you said, don't eat into the hands of the opposition. Um, finish his chances when you, you get on, um, and yeah, believe in them, believe in themselves like like they did at Wembley, and 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 the likelihood is is because of the fixture list because it is you know better than others, and we'll probably come out on top if we do that. And do you agree? There's not much to add, really. To be fair, I think I think. Our, our best option of finding those pockets of space is Dempsey and I think we're we're a weak much weaker side without him on the pitch um and mm. for me I would like a bit more keeper tested I know Colin said don't shoot for the sake of it but sometimes I think let's just let's just test him a little bit let's let's not try and walk it into the net let's Let's at least shoot yeah. from inside the box. <laughs> I'm just on the other side of that fence, but I get it. I get why people think it, and you know, you don't shoot, you don't score. The end of the day, I get that, but yeah, and there's always a chance of a spill and a and a second ball or whatever. And there's always that. There's always that. That if you've not had a shot, you haven't got the option, have you? Of 
a fluky spill out or whatever. But um, yeah, I know. But there's a, you know, we we score we score so many late goals for any season because of the way we play and the way we, the reason why we play we play is because we want to wear teams down and knacker them out and you know they were knackered on on yesterday. They were out on the feet, obviously, before before they scored their equaliser. You could tell they were. That's why. Well, we so were we. That's why we ended up conceding. And yeah. I just think, I just think, if you're gonna play that game where you're knackering them out, you've got to have Dion Charles on the pitch from minute yeah. one because yeah. he Surprise and even Kasper because they're just running rings around him and they, and that's there you play is that absolutely knacker because they're like Jurassic bunnies, aren't they? <clears throat> Indeed, they are, uh, and there'll be a number of players, I think, that are key to cementing these playoff spots. Uh, and obviously, once we're, well, if we get to the playoffs, which uh, I'm pretty confident we will, but once we get there, uh, a whole new conversation opens up for, for how best to approach those and go about Can business. I ask a question to the chat? If we got into the playoffs, no, and it ended as it is now, in terms of teams in the playoffs, who will we want to play? Who will be one over the two legs? Plymouth. <laughs> Plymouth. Are they third? Are they not third? Are they the second, I think? I think they're second. Are they back? I thought they got down to third. Not sure. I can't see them. They had dropped into third at one point yesterday. <clears throat> so they're second at the minute, uh, but only by a point. So it'd be a uh, switch. I don't want Ipswich straight up them. Ipswich, Barnsley and Peterborough <laughs> as it stands on the team above us. Um, and we were pasted Peterborough and Barnsley, aren't we? So, and Plymouth. So, uh, do you know what? I back us. I back us. So that's what they, that's what they need to be thinking, isn't it, when they go, they go into the games, how good they are. Because, you know, the teams around them, they'll be confident about maybe against beating them, won't they? Yeah. Indeed. Um... Yeah, we've had some some comments in. Uh, I think the overriding sentiment is that uh, Ipswich aren't the favourable choice. Uh, I think mm-hmm. they're probably the best team that I've seen us play this season. Um, I've got to, I've got to, I do think, though, with that the Ipswich game at all, if we weren't dead on our feet after so many games and the, 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 so, they were so jaded, I do think we'd have given them a lot better game than we did. I think there was a con- massive contributing factor to the fact that we, we, they looked knackered, our boys, in that game. And that was evident against them early on in the season, first game of the season when we drew against them. Because we, in, in, in part, um, we, were best, we were the best side against them that day. Indeed we were. Um, and I think that the away game as well it was very much a game of two halves. I think That's what I'm saying, yeah. Were. That's what I'm um, about. It's 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 a lottery though at the end of the day, and uh, you know you we we can look at the the table as it is and say oh we we favour these, but any bugger could be in that in that playoff zone by this. Do you know what? It's it's so tight, isn't it? So tight. It is uh, that the race for the playoffs is is it's progression though, isn't it? It's progression from where we were last season. Absolutely, and that's, absolutely. That's what we can really ask for, isn't it? I know, obviously, there's an expectation. I still believe there's an expectation within our fan base, and I mean, for the older ones, I kind of get it. But from the younger ones, I certainly don't see where they're coming from with their, <laughs> their expectation. But because we've yeah. done now, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I do. There is an expectation, and um, yeah, 
it's uh, it, it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's a tricky one. It is indeed. Uh, I think from last season, I think we're five points off where we were with six games to go. And obviously this season, uh, one of the big talking points will be that Papa John's Trophy win. Um, so th- those incremental games that we often talk about on the podcast, you know, are, are imperative. Uh, and as long as, you know, we see those, then, I mean, I, for one, I'm relatively happy. Um, but I think, We'll certainly be disappointed should we miss out on the playoffs this season. Um, Sorry, I'm on, hold on to this again. David's put it'll be Wanderers v Peterborough. Derby will miss out and the other one will be Barnsley v Plymouth. So that'll mean that, here we are, Danny said it'll third v sixth and fourth v fifth. So that'd mean that we'd need to finish fourth. Is that right? Uh, For us to be playing Peterborough if they finish sixth. If they're in fifth, yeah. Uh, Austin, Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I like the, I like the sound of Peterborough over two legs. I, got, I, I can't, I can't deny that. Yeah, I do. I don't know why, but I do. I think yeah. we'd, we'd be booking our Wembley chip again. I think if we had them over two legs. Well, I think we we've took six points from Peterborough so far this season, and four from Barnsley. Mm. Um, the Barnsley so, one's a bit of an anomaly, though, isn't it? The away leg, they went down to ten men. I, I think we'd have probably, Chris, I went with Chris, I was confident going to that game anyway. So I think we'd have, probably, we'd have probably got a result, but I don't think it would have been so convincing with, with if we had 11 men. Absolutely. Um, I'm throwing your agenda off the, 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 the tangent here, and I, I can see I can see you trying to keep to your, your, uh, your we have, We're almost wrapped up, to be fair. We, it was, you know, the ending point was always going to be how we're feeling heading into this final few weeks of the season and where we expect things to finish up and how we expect to fare um and i don't think there is a right answer you know the answer is kesara yes <laughs> absolutely Ex- expertly put um <laughs> whatever will be will be um but yeah, hopefully that was right isn't it no one's breaking that top four Fifth and sixth. Uh, it's it's tough to see. I mean, there's a ten point gap currently between us and Barnsley, who's sitting fourth, and and it's it's hard to imagine that ground being made up over the course of what is uh, six games. Is it? Um, Liam said seven points. Seven points. The seven point gap. Ten points between. Between us and Barnsley, it's a, it's a ten- Do you know what? We just need to be in the playoffs. It don't matter where we are because we'll beat you every week. Proper micro-analyzing this, isn't it? <laughs> doing our, doing We're our all business. overthinking. We're all in our own heads at this point in time. It is. It's, uh, it's a tough one. It's good though, isn't it? It's exciting, isn't it? It's exciting. This is what we want, isn't it? This is what we we were kind of hoping for at the start of the season to be in, a, in, the, in the playoff picture. And this is what we are. Um, for the younger viewers amongst us, the playoffs are shy. I'll be ready for that. Just well, as and when we do get into shit. It's a, it is an exciting one. Um, I'm, I'm, well, one thing I do hope actually, I hope we get somebody with the bigger, biggest allocation possible, so that people aren't mourning they're not getting tickets. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? You know, like if we did get it switched, we'd get a good allocation, wouldn't we? Because they got a big stadium. <laughs> yep, indeed. It'll be an interesting one, and uh, I suppose, as I just said, it'll just be case. Of, it'll just be whatever will be, will be. Uh, no it one will, knows. It? It, it will. 
I think the messaging to the players will be to just take each game as it comes. Uh, Everett said a number of times over the course of the season that they focus on themselves. And of course, they'll keep an eye on the table. They're not daft, but their priority is making sure that they do their business and uh, and get the job done. Uh, and the rest will take care of itself, so to speak. But on that note, that is just about all we have time for today. If you did join us halfway through, or perhaps you're looking to catch up on some of the other episodes, then you can do exactly that, whatever platform you get your podcasts on. You can watch back on YouTube, or you can listen to us over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, And as always, if you are looking to get your hands on some wonderful Bolton gin, then you can do exactly that. If you head over to their website and use the code FANZONE10, you'll get a nice little 10% off your order. Can I ask something as well? If you're, um, if you're new to the podcast, comment below and let us know, because I'm, I'm intrigued to know how many new podcast people, listeners, we're getting. Because I can see, obviously, we've got our very... Um, well, we're very grateful for our regulars, of course we are, but, you know, it'd be good to get an understanding of how many people are new to it, because, you know, it's always the worth bit of bedtime reading from my point of view. Absolutely. If this is your first or second, maybe third podcast, let us know. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the regulars, we know you all maybe a little too well. Uh, we, oh, just say hello if you don't normally comment. It's nice, because I literally only see people if they comment. If you're watching and haven't commented on one, just drop a little, you know, hand emoji in the chat or something. Drop a little hello so that we know you're here. Certain ones will be aimed at each one of us individually in a certain way. Ben will get a certain hand and I get a yeah, certain hand and Andrew gets a certain hand. Nothing I'm not used to, don't you worry. Um, oh, Benjamin. <laughs> but yeah, drop us a little message in the chat. Uh, and if you are looking to catch up on, on some of the episodes, go and have a watch on Spotify. Leave us a rating over there. But also follow us on Twitter. Uh, a lot of stuff goes on over there. You can catch up all the competitions that we do. Ben absolutely loves giving money away on Twitter. I do. He loves it. I love it. I can't every stop week. it. Every week, every game, uh, every league game, uh, terms and conditions apply, obviously. Uh, every league game. You can join in. There's no more cups left then now, is there? (laughs) We're not not doing it next season. Well, the playoffs might be be involved, and I don't think we're doing it for that. The rollover hasn't been uh, scheduled to to roll over into that. So, if you are keen on getting your hands on some free money, then get yourself over to Twitter. Uh, I think there is currently 20... Well, as of next... As of Saturday, there'll be £25 ready to be claimed. So get yourself over there uh, on Twitter. Chris Dawson, we do do Facebook. We do do Facebook. We're live on Facebook right this second. (laughs) Um, Don't post much on there, uh, which I think is what he's referring to. That's because people over on Facebook tend to be of a uh, less... No, stop. We're afraid from saying what we think. Run it in, Ben. Run it in. That is all we have time for. We will catch you in another episode. You can join us on Sunday at 7.30 and we'll be reviewing the Oxford game. But until then, take care. Three-point pod. Busy, busy few weeks for pods as well, folks. We've got another congested, congested few weeks. 
Sunday, so Wednesday, we're Sunday, we're Wednesday. Bore you till your heart's content, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll catch you in the next one. Take care. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. Draw.